You're now listening to the Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. I am your host, France, and I am right now in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. With my main, my main, my main, man. I'm here in the land with my main, my main, my main, man. <laughs> that works out. Yo, it's your boy, Vlad. I'm out here. You hear me? My boy, France, came out here to check out the Town Business 2 weekend. You know what I'm saying? The epic match between SoCon and Disaster. Hashtag survive SoCon. <laughs> Surviving SoCon. Facts, man. That was a crazy, crazy, crazy joint, man. Friends, thank you for coming out to the land to kick it with your boy. You know what I'm saying? I had a blast, man. I had a blast. Uh, we got to see. We got the, the red zone, uh, the pay-per-views. Yeah, right? yeah. And so two days of battles. Couple yeah. of good, couple of good intense matches. Some high level battles too. So had some great matches, man. Sharon yeah. and Roan was crazy. You know, I was, I was uh, before Award Ilmac crazy. I was chopping up with a battle rapper during the SoCon and and uh and uh disaster uh, battle. I was uh, chopping up with John John, and we just we were talking in the DM. He was like, "Yo, I don't know what the fuck am I watching." <laughs> And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. Either. I don't know neither. <laughs> but I'm here for this for this train wreck. But for all of our listeners, we're here, and we would like to apologize for you all, and we would like to definitely apologize to John John the Don. Right, right. The first twenty five minutes, a little less than that, a little less, yeah. a little about like twenty. It was like eighteen to twenty minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. about eighteen to twenty minutes. <sighs> The, the volume levels weren't uh, reacting. We realized just, the waves wasn't moving. Yikes. We were so caught up into the conversation. Yikes. And our hour and 13-minute conversation is now a 45-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Still salvage some of the content. Still make sure we kept a, a lot, lot of, of good content in there. A still, lot of we, good content. Shout out to Vlad for touching on a lot of interesting topics. And we were able to definitely get a good couple questions from our team. Shout out to Dylan and Tim to definitely help draft some of the great questions that we asked John John. But I guess it's now is a chance for us, you and I, to kind of like give the people a little bit of a recap of the first twenty minutes, those Let's lost twenty plan. minutes. Yeah, um, pretty much started off like, "Hey, John, John, man, we finally <laughs> threw the bait and we got you on this interview." <laughs> and he just was laughing. And the first thing we both mentioned, right, you and I mentioned, is that we were both present for very early battles in John John's career. You mm-hmm. were in the building for the Money Bags battle, yeah, two thousand eleven. I was in the building for the Bill Collector battle, twenty twelve. Flack, can you believe that in those seven, eight years, John John is now probably an all-time, a top ten all-time battle rapper? Yeah. Yo, if you would have told me back then, like I say, you you never can really tell who's going to be who because, you know, guys still got to play out their career. And you mm-hmm. see a lot of guys who can rap, but, you know, not everybody sticks it out. It, but he's not only stuck around, he's elevated his game, and, like, he's one of those guys now. He's one of those guys who's got a seat at the table, who can call shots, who can make things happen. And you just gotta respect it now. Like there's no there's no going around it anymore. Yeah, I concur. And then, you know, we kinda talked to him about a little bit of the rumors that we used to remember at the time. Yeah. What if him and Calico would have battled, right? That's always a big what if. I also talked to him. I asked him a really good question. I, I, I do feel bad that we didn't get a chance to salvage this question. Mm. I asked him, you know, you battling a lot in your career, right? Like 2012, 2013, you battled five, six times a year. 2015, you battled 11 times. It's double than what you normally do. And after that, you pulled back and started slowing down with the, with the rate you battle at. When At what point was it in battle rap that the game kind of slowed down for him and he realized what was his role, what was the criticism about him, and how he could fight through it? Because he's always the underdog. He's always cornered. I said playing around, you have battle rap PTSD from people <laughs> always counting you out, making you the underdog. Vlad, did you get a chance to, like, expound on all the things John John really touched on when I asked him that question? Yeah, no, he was just saying that, 
basically, once you realize what your position in the game is, like you have to stick with that role. Like you have to know who you are, and you and once you are yourself, you're going to be able to move a whole lot better, and just be able to navigate you know, the whole landscape of battle rap and be able to take your career into your own hands. And um, and that he has done. Yeah, he he certainly has done that. You know, he's been on every Summer Madness consecutively after his his debut on Summer Madness, even though Summer Madness Street got canceled, but he was on the card. Yeah. So that those are a lot of special traits, too. We also asked him, like, who are some people that he kind of, like, how, how you oh. say that? <laughs> I'll let you pose that question again. What you ask them? Um, you know, in the mafia, every don has their consigliere. You know, that's their right hand man who gives them the advice, who lets them know maybe what plays they should do, when to fall back, and all that. Um, and he said, you know, there's a handful of guys that uh, that he'll that he'll consult with, and not so much like yo, is this bar fire? But you know, just to get certain advice from. And a handful of guys were hitman, obviously, like they're. Super good friends, uh, DNA, he speaks to him every other day. He'll still holler at clips and stuff and get advice. But the interesting thing that he did say was that he'll spit the, his rounds for them. And based on their reaction, what bars they react to, what bars they don't react to, mm-hmm. he knows like, oh, okay, I was iffy about that bar. This guy didn't react to it. You know what? Maybe I don't need that one or whatever. So it's not so much like, yo, John, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. But... He just basically goes by what they're reacting to and what they're not reacting to. And I was like, that's an ill way of, like, communicating but not communicating. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to tell your man, like, I'm not feeling that. Like, he already knows. Like, they have that kind of of energy and vibe, you know? Mm. I thought that was kind of dope. Before we transition to the interview, please, all that list of accolades you draw for John John and just for the respect. man, just for the respect. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. Where we just had John John the Don on the show. John John the Don. What can we say? This man started out in Yonkers, running through the blocks up there, moved down to the north of Atlanta, started taking over there, started going through grind time, rose through the ranks in grind time, helped find the venues in grind time, helped set up the events in grind time, took his talents over to the URL, has become the most acclaimed PG. Stepped out of the PGs straight onto the big stage. Made it happen versus Hitman Holler. From there, he's become a mainstay on on URL. What we say is Summer Madness 2, Summer Madness 3, Summer Madness 4, Summer Madness Come on, brother. Then he took his talents from there, was able to negotiate a situation with Bow Wow and BET to bring battle rap in his purest form to the network so these guys could be seen in front of the millions and millions of battle rap fans from there he took his talents over to the we network to the rap game where he brought some of your favorite guys onto national tv to get even more exposure and then he took his career to the next level where he went and became the international don and took out the other don you know and now he's back Still kicking ass. He's got his seat at that table. He is at the round table of those guys in battle rap. So we want to salute John John to Don for coming on Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. Subscribe to the show at LTBR Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Program V on Instagram and Twitter. And log on to Let's Talk Battle Rap dot com. And now we bring you. John John to Don.
Like, I, <laughs> if it get to that point and niggas still saying whatever they need to say, it's just not going to get to me. And I just, at this point now, I, I do feel like I just got this shit figured out until somebody, you know, prove me otherwise. Nah, yeah, that's that's crazy that you say that because it's just like it looks like you understand it all and you understand your role and your place and how to like mm-hmm. fight through that stigma and, oh, and all the narratives. And you mm-hmm. know what? You mentioned like bullpen. And I want to ask, what's the most difficult part of running a league that most people don't realize? Uh, just trying to have, just really trying to have an open line of communication with the battlers because the battlers only understand one perspective. You know, battlers, we are forced to have a selfish perspective. We only supposed to worry about us. And when we worry about us, we don't really look at the business side of things or what the leagues may go to. So I try to find a a, a way to communicate that. But ain't nobody going to understand that until they go through it themselves. So that's really the most difficult part is just trying to get the battlers to understand the business side of shit. Versus because the battles just want what they want. Oh, I want this person, that person, this person, that person. Boom, 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 boom. And they don't understand like what it's going to take to get that and what's going to come from that and how you, you know, how you go about getting these things or even understanding, you know, their role to get a, to get a battle to understand their position is the most difficult shit as a league owner, because you don't want to shoot them down and say, well, you know, you're not worth this. You're not, cause that's not, we're not trying to do that. But sometimes these, these battlers, they don't really understand where they at. And, they you know, they talk a little. And, and URL go through it, too. So it's not just the level of bullpen. That's any league owner to tell you that. Mm. A lot of these battlers, they just, it ain't nothing wrong with thinking highly of yourself, but you got to be more realistic. Mm. So I think that's that's probably one of the more difficult things trying to get that understanding between the league owner and the battler and i always thought being that i was a battler people would understand me more but then it just became more of a competition with dudes in my own league is trying to compete with me wow i'm like yo <laughs> like what you know what i mean but you you probably been on both sides of the spectrum where you like before the league owner you were a battler probably requesting more or wanting more than like what they were trying to offer you and now that you're on the other side kind of doing the same like when did you learn to balance that like, okay now I understand how to negotiate a little bit better well realistically I've always been real with myself so even before I was a league owner I knew I kind of had to gauge my position because I, I'm not blind. I can see when this nigga battle drops, he gets this amount of views. When my battle drop, I get this amount of views. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could see that from the beginning. So I, that's what made me always easy to work with because we always going to come to an understanding as far as the booking goes. Mm. But there was times when I was a battler and I didn't understand certain things and I was pissed off at Smack, pissed off at Beast. Oh, back to your question as far as a lot of insight I get from. Like who's my constantly is? Yeah, constantly is one too. <laughs> the who Beasley is one too. Yeah, Beasley is one. Beasley is dude. definitely one. He's definitely one. I probably got more insight from Beasley than anybody. Wow. But back then, I used to really be mad, like like damn, because I used to really fall into the oh you my nigga, you know what I mean? Like you the next up, you this and that. Then I started paying attention to where I right, well. This nigga's hot. They gonna book him until he's not hot no more, and then we ain't gonna see him again. Once I started seeing that, and then I'm like, well, it could be any time. If you battle a lot, 
that fire going to burn out. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm. Eventually, some 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 fires burn longer than others. But eventually, once they burn out, they're a business. So they ain't like they need to book you. There's no need. You know what I mean? So I had to realize that. Like, that's what I had to realize. And it's funny you mentioned the burning out. Like, there's... I feel like in battle rap, since it's a mental game at the end of the day, anybody can have any kind of age. They could be battling for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, come back into the ring. I mean, and like it, with sports, athletes, they age. You know, they, father time's undefeated. In battle rap, yeah. saturation is, is undefeated. You know, and I feel like yeah. battlers don't realize the type of mileage they put on their brain with, like, such a high volume of, like, battles. Even your catalog is high. You're, you're about to be at 60 battles, which is, like, top 55 in the world. Yeah. Yeah, we've been seeing that over the past couple of months. I mean, you got a guy like Danny Myers who's been so consistent, right? Battling every time. Never seen him choke pretty wait, wait, much. Why, why, he, why he chuckled, man? <laughs> <laughs> why John John chuckled? I ain't chuckling. Mr. McGee's <laughs> chuckling over there, right? So, but this year he decides, you know, I'm going to take on two battles in the weekend. I'm going to battle four days apart. I'm going to try to do what the young guys are doing. And he ain't no spring chicken. And for a guy like Danny, who's been having one of his better years is being recognized by the public. Like, you hate to see the fatigue catch up. And even he's saying, I'm fatigued. I'm tired. This guy got the win. Like, how how do you avoid the battle rap fatigue and, like, just just uh saying, yo, no, I'm not going to take this battle because my career, my legacy means more to me at this point right now than this little bag that I might be able to get right here. Well, to be fair to Danny, sometimes, like with battle rappers, they got that moment when the fans are just with you, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, they, they with you. And when the fans are with you, it's easy for that to get to your head and you feel unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And then you got somebody like Danny, all the work that Danny has put in, it just always seemed like it's still something missing. So what I think what he did was he tried to put himself in overdrive. Watch, I'm going to show niggas I could do this and you know for a whole year then this champion of the year shit is out there so everybody just hunting battles and doing that so you don't know you fatigued until you fatigued right. it's like put like you know when you're playing basketball just one day you go up there and try to do that old windmill you used to do <laughs> you hit the rim and it's like yeah it's like it's not there <laughs> and you don't really understand it because in your head you think you still can do it yeah you know what i mean so um uh with like it's hard to not really you just got to pace yourself don't overdo it. Like I don't overdid it sometimes, but I didn't. I didn't force that. I wasn't going out there just accepting everything. Like you gotta. It takes time to know what you can and can't do. And you got a nigga like Danny Myers. People just was always saying he's you know he's consistent, which he is. You know they giving him the bar guy shit, all of that. So it's just like all right, watch what I do. Watch what I do now because he wasn't saying he was fatigued before the battles. Right. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? It happens after once you realize, all right, damn, well, yeah, my brain just ain't really, because that shit, that shit takes a lot, man. That shit takes a lot. Like, I can't, me personally, I can't be doing all of that. Like, I got, like, it takes a lot for me to prepare, though. I got to be thinking about this nigga for too much. Like, I got too much going on in my life. Like, right. you know what I mean? So, I think that's what it is, though. You can't really call it until you can call it. But yeah. it's all about what type of work you want to put on yourself. You put all that food on your plate. You get, don't get mad when you start choking on it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're right. I think about like your couple years, 2012, 13, 14, you're probably doing like five to six battles a year. Then 2015, you doubled that and you battled like 11 times that year. And then from, from there on out, you were like, you know what? I got to slow it down. Like, the Chiller Jones battle is the only battle 2017. You only do three 2018. Yeah. So far, you're probably like, what, five, six this year? Just about? Five. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Just about. So now you realize what your pace is. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of battlers get so confused with, like like you said, the fan, the the bag, the opportunities that are available, that they don't realize themselves, what is my pace? Right. Yeah. And that's self-awareness. And that's something you have that I feel like a lot of MCs are – they don't have that, believe it or not. And that's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the key thing to really know yourself as an artist and control your brand. I think that's what kept me around so long. Mm. If not if not nothing else, it was my self-awareness. Because you can't convince me that I'm somebody that I'm, like, I'm not somebody that I'm portraying to be. Like, who am I portraying to be? I'm only portraying to be John John and Don. Mm. I'm me. You know what I mean? Like, when you see me in person, how I am online, whatever, in these interviews and these face-offs and these battles, my perspective stays the same. It's so, and and a lot of these niggas, they get up here and they they are artists, they are gimmicks, they are, and I'm not saying this to diss nobody. But if you get up there and you're just somebody totally different than you are in real life, mm. there's no way that person going to beat me in the battle. Mm. There's no way whoever that is. And it's hard to maintain that character, too, 24-7. Like, when you're not yourself and you're trying to be exactly. someone who you're not, like, sooner or later, it's going to show. Yeah. Yeah, because that's work. You're you putting in work. It's like having to keep up with a lie. Right, right. Having to keep right. up with a lie, you got to tell more lies. Oh, look and you got to keep lying. Hey, listen, you know you're talking to a married man. He don't lie over here. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no passwords over here. Ain't no codes. Yeah. Ain't no nothing. I sleep good yeah. at night, John John. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep good, but I can think about things I have no business thinking about because I got so much free brain space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Young balls like you who's funny. just turning 30, still out here ripping and running, still got <laughs> good cartilage in your knees. You know what I'm saying? You still got the yeah, second yeah. spring in the jump. Like... You know, you got to keep up with that. And the boss? Like, how do you do that, man? <laughs> I don't know. But sometimes I do Sometimes I do feel like that's another tip, too, because I know any time this shit could just pass me. Mm. I'm not one to make it that just feel like I just got it forever. That mm. I'm just, I know I could lose any given time. I know somebody could have my number. I know it could be the end. I know I could have a whole battle. Um that's possible for me to have a whole battle with none of my bars is just hitting none of it so but, but at this point in your career though you've done so much and accomplished so much do you feel like there could be a battle where someone just like cleans you out so good that it'll actually affect like where you rank how people see you like your confidence after that or would it just be like you know what that dude got the best of me that day I'm a bounce back. You know what I mean? I think it's I think it's the second option. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think I think uh I think it's happened. Like not not that it's happened. Happened this but year. The problem is, even 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 if that's the case, right. I'm just not regardless of anything, there's always gonna be an argument for me because of my approach. So even if somebody got the upper hand, it's not gonna tarnish what I what I'm about because niggas already know. Like if you even if you go back to the K Sean battle. At that time, it was John John got smoked. Right, that was the you know narrative. I mean? yeah, yeah, that was the narrative. And then when more people started watching, and you start seeing more people argue, like, hold on, 
John John had the bars. Sean would just perform. And then there's a whole nother argument. Even now, if you want to go with the twerk shit, they, oh my God, they really want to go with that twerk body me shit. Hey, you John. I mean? John, I love you, John, but, but twerk kind of kicked the ass, man. I love you, though. But, but nah, you, I disagree with that. But you, I, I totally disagree. I, I, fair to do so, but you wiped the stench off with the very next battle. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but, but you just, you just proving my point. You know what I'm saying? I brought the twerk battle up, and you just say, "I right, twerk kicked your ass." So now to answer your question, did that really affect me? No. So, so that's my point. So what is really a loss mm. when it comes to John, John, and Don? What is what is really a loss? And when you say anything like as far as I right, twerk kicked my ass, what are you basing that on? The crowd reaction? Are you basing it on you like twerk's bars better? Even if you say you like twerk's bars better, guess what you're going off of? Opinion. It's opinion. Fair. Regardless. That's you know fair. what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, but, you know, but, but I don't think there's a battle that's just really going to happen to where it's going to be like worse. I think as worse as it could get is it was the twerk battle. Yeah, I agree. You know I, mean? I agree. You know what I mean? And and, I, and that's a battle that I could, like when, when me and K-Shine dropped, I didn't want to watch that. Mm. When me and twerk dropped. I watched it, and that's a battle that I actually like my performance other than the bullshit, the little other shit. But as far as what I wanted to say to Twerk, the angles that I'm taking on them is real live angles versus punchlines. Okay, we knew what Twerk was going to come do as far as the punchlines. The only way, only way niggas was going to have me beating Twerk is if Twerk didn't come with three rounds. That's how I felt going into the battle. He's the mm. fan favorite. Everybody's rapping like him. He got that type of style. So my thing wasn't to get up there and have better punchlines or more punchlines than twerk. That's what he does. Right. My thing is to really talk. So I'm looking at I people listening to the shit that I'm saying is more is is more real to what's going on as far as what I'm saying to him. Even in the third round that people wasn't fucking with, I took the whole gun bars out and really started talking some shit to him. You look at me versus O Red, my third round. I love the third I'm round. Talking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... So, the aim of a battle to me is different. It's not... I'm not getting up... Because there's no judges. So, I'm not trying to get up here and convince these fans... That your bars are That I was better than you. Right, right. Yeah, right. like, it's not. It's like, I'm coming up there to say what I'm going to say in my most creative way. Mm. You know what I mean? So, that's why it's, that's why you can't really knock me off... Off of what, off of what I'm standing on, because my whole aim in the battle is different, probably than ninety percent of these other battle rappers. Mm. What they don't know what they're going in there to do. They just, oh, I got a battle. All right, let me write some bars real quick. First thing they go with name flips. Let me think of some name flips. You know what I'm saying? Like because that's the easy thing. <laughs> I'd be a battle rapper one, two, three. Yeah, like you just, you just go with the name flips. You ask any battle rapper the first bars that they probably thought of was name flips. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Name flips is the last thing I'm going to go with when I can't think of nothing else. Ah, I see. I see. I get an opponent, I'm going to go off my perception of him as a person or how he carries himself in his battle rap community. All right, well, how could I get through to him and I'm going to pick this apart some way, somehow. You know what I mean? In a battle rap format so when he's listening, it's going to touch some type of self-consciousness within him because these are facts that I'm saying here. You know what I mean? These are real life facts that I'm saying. Like, so you could you could go through any of my battles. There's gonna be angles and shit. The way I'm really trying to attack the character that's being portrayed with from this person within the battle rap community. 
And that's my aim. If I get that out without choking and I get through it, mm-hmm. how I want to get through it, mm-hmm. it's a success to me. That's a fact. Now, I hear that all the way. And I, I, I see that in a lot of you about it. That's why a lot of performances, you're proud of them. And even the ones that you're not proud of, you'd be like, you know what? I can still take a learning lesson from this. So, like, even if I don't like this yeah. performance, it's going to find a way to add value to what I could do next moving forward. And, That's a fact. And, and, and looking at looking down your resume, right, there's two names on your resume that I know, like, you took them, you, you, you battled them. I know deep down inside you're like, whew, thank God I got them out the schedule early, right? And that's Av and T-Top. And, and <clears throat> these are two guys that you kind of, like, you gave them a shot. And before they were even mainstream. To and don't be forget the Danny shot also. And the Danny shot too, out in Vegas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's three times you gave somebody a shot, really. Before everybody got a chance to see them, so you kind of have not only the eye for talent, but the eye for potential. What's the, how do yeah. you, how do you see that in the guys? Uh, just look. I just look for something something different than I've been seeing. Like at the time when I saw a T top, I don't know if this is public knowledge or not, but when I was on proving grounds, I tried to get T top over the URL, mm. oh. and I reached out to this man. I didn't know him from nothing. Y'all can ask T top yourself. And I put him on the phone with Norbs. Had him on three-way with Norbs. I told Norbs, yo, this nigga T-Top, um, he out there in North Carolina. He, I think he's from Brooklyn. This nigga, but he was talking that drug talk. And I felt like that would be appreciated more on URL at the time. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had him on the phone. Whatever happened, it fell through. Then T-Top ended up doing the draft on U-Dub. And if, you're, yeah. if y'all go watch that yeah. battle with T-Top over there, he dissed me. He dissed me in that battle. Yeah. Because he like... John John said he was going. I'm like, nigga, that's not my fault, nigga. I, 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 don't, I don't know what the fuck Norbs got going on. I John John that. making promises he can't keep. Yeah, like, come on, man. You John, know what I'm John saying? said but, he was um, going to get me on URL. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I seen that in T Top, though. I seen that in T Top. Um, with Av, I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about Av. I didn't even know what he looked like. I just I just got offered the crazy bag for a one round in VA, right. and it's so crazy that I missed my flight and ended up catching a ride down there from New York. Because the same month I battled Ab, I battled Kayshawn, and that's the month I was on 106 in Park. Yeah, so that's yeah. the month I had too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. I had way too much on my plate. Look how that happened. Look how the Sean battle happened. Look how 106 in Park. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> you remember you know, the white ball, the white boss, the white boy boss. <laughs> Yo, John, man, I ain't going front, man. As a as as a battle rap fan, right? I'm like, oh, John John's on 106. It's about to be lit, right? It's about to be crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, man, boss. I was like, I can't even tell my people's I watch. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, man. He, but, nah, it wasn't that bad. Nah. <laughs> Don't do that. But like, no, it's, but we, really, but they tried not, to do an overtime, and yeah. they didn't really want to, you know, uh, it wasn't, he just had more of the cheesiest shit. And then I kind of, I did kind of choke a little bit. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, you know so how it is. It's like when you were yeah, fan But of, if that didn't happen. Right, right. But when you're a fan of the real, happen. when you're a fan of the real, the authentic, you're like, yeah, yeah, there's no way. No way this going to happen. And then it was the white yeah. ball. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, fuck it, man. Look what look what you're up. Look what you're doing, and I don't know what Voss is up to. I hope he's doing wonderful Yo, things man. in Voss life. Got, and, Voss got I mean? a resume. Voss got John but John DNA and Sharon. Like, I got I got <laughs> sacrificed for UFF to happen. Oh. Mm. So oh. it's not 
not really okay. a, that's not really a loss. Like, this, you this, know what I mean? Like this Jonathan the, the, the philosopher right there, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened though. Just, He's like yeah, he pulled it as Jay Z. Even within a loss, there's a win if you look deep. There's a win. I have yeah. to get off the boat so I can walk on water. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> John John hey, had man. to drown so they can swim. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and then Smack got a baby yacht. <laughs> you know yeah, that? like, and now I'm cool with that. And I'm now they're cool in the that, south of man. France on Netflix and all that. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah, like, now, I'm but, cool with that. But let's talk about your, your your television producer hat, though, man, because we all know you were the plug, you were the link to bring Bow Wow URL, <laughs> bring that <laughs> situation to BET, and I think people don't understand, like how big of a situation that is because all right you might do a battle if it gets one million views it's like oh my god my battle got a million views over the course of nine months these guys are going on television and getting millions of views at one time to people who don't have to look for them they're popping up on their television Mm. on a random friday like Talk about how that made you feel, how it made you feel accomplished at that point in your life. Like, yo, I did that. I did something. I mean, to be honest, at that time, I wasn't even looking at that like it's something that I did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just something I was more so just happy that was happening. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but what people don't really know is UFF at the beginning, it wasn't going to be the new dudes. They were Yeah, trying to we heard that. Them. Yeah. They was trying to get the top niggas, so I told them that I was with it if everybody else that they was trying to get in at the time was with it. But it was no bag. They wasn't trying to pay nobody, so that's what that's what scared the top dudes away. And I'm like, well, I'm not about to get in there and battle a bunch of new niggas right. for mm-hmm. no bread. It's gonna make me look crazy. Yeah, so so that just that just so they went the whole direction as far as getting the dudes from the PGs, which works out. Right. Um, but at that time, yeah, I was just just happy that it was happening. I wasn't I don't really be doing things for the credit per se. But mm. when when later on when people start saying certain things, it's like, come on, you got to know who you're talking to. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, that's that's when these things come out. That's why it's like at the beginning, nobody wasn't really saying that because I'm not walking around bragging about it. Right, right. Oh yeah, UFF happened because of me or whatever. <laughs> nah, only when it comes up in conversation where niggas is talking a little disrespectful. It's like, come on, bro. You gotta, you gotta pay a little homage here. Nah, but, that's a fact. Yeah, but at the time, I, I, I wasn't looking at it like that. I was just, you know, I was there for a couple of them. It was just dope to see. It was just good to see. Right. Then you parlayed that into a growing up, not not growing up hip hop. I'm sorry. Um, the rap game with JD and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they still trying to not give you your producer credit on that. What's up with that, man? They didn't. They didn't give me nothing on that. They wow. just. They just. They just. They just took battle rap from me and ran with it. Like I got into a heated argument with JD. Yeah. Um, like heated because <laughs> I I had went live. <laughs> You were a hitman on him. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, this shit almost got real because I kind of took it personally. Oh, no, you can't say it almost got real because, John, you're like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't no, say that. I'm talking about as far as the back. <laughs> like, nah, that that back sound crazy. Man, I ain't going to fight J.D. I'm like, still that old little nigga. <laughs> you imagine? He <laughs> might uh, literally fold him up, son. <laughs> I did take it personal with him though because I've been around him since 2005 and right. I and I and I never asked him for anything. I didn't ask him to be on a rap game. I didn't ask him for anything. So you come to me 
because you're interested in this battle rap thing and this battle rap world that we got going on. So I'm giving you the game. I'm doing all of this, produce a whole episode. I done moved the event that I was already having up closer to the day that you wanted to film so you could set the stage for whatever, you know, for the episode that you wanted to do. Right. And then that episode, the ratings go up so high that y'all want to include battle rap in the rap game from that point on. Mm. So you look at season two, season three, season four, season five, yeah, yeah. incorporated battle rap in every last season from that point on. And before season two, what do you see? JD at a bullpen event. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like everything, the timeline adds up. And then when I hear that these little niggas is going on core battling, no. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you could at least have me up there hosting the sun. Like, what you want to you want to battle the kids? No, nah, you got me like, dog, you ain't pay me nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, at least keep. Have, well, after a while, they kept trying to have me involved, but I wasn't doing nothing without bread after after a certain point. Like, come on, because y'all calling me. Right, right. Yeah, I keep calling me. So put something in the budget for this, because I know what y'all got in the budget for these other guests that y'all got. Mm. I'm not dumb. It you got Rick Ross, Fab, Jada Kiss, and all that. My brother did the booking for Jada Kiss, so I know what he got. I know what type of budget y'all playing with, and mm-hmm. I'm not even asking for what they asking for. Yeah, my thing is you too is like, all right, if you don't want to do the money game, at least put my little, put my name. You know, give me a little producer. You know, associate producer credit for that. Walk me through a couple doors. Let's see what's up. Like, don't just keep nah, all the game after for yourself. After a while. That shit ain't enough, man. Yeah. Because, you know, you got you got immediate uh <laughs> immediate responsibilities. True that, true that. You know mm. what I mean? And all and while you while I'm dealing with this, it's time, bro. You can't get back time. That's time true. is money. So it's like, all right, so I did season two with season three for nothing. Yeah. And season three, I'm a mentor. I'm 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 on I'm <laughs> I'm casted damn there. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, I know there's money in the budget and the production, but I'm talking to the producers at this time. Right. Yo, I know there's money in the production budget for me. Can you see what it is? I'm not asking for nothing specific. Can you see what's up? Oh, yeah, we can see. Boom, 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 boom. Then they air season three. Nothing. They come season four. They call me, and then they try to get me to get DNA and K-Shine involved. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing I'm not doing no battle rap favors for y'all until we discuss what, you know, finish what we was discussing, period. Like, you know what I mean? As far as some bread go. You they know, found a way to contact DNA and K-Shine without me from me saying uh, that. Sneaky. And that's when me... <laughs> that's when, and, and they used my name to do it. They told oh, DNA that they spoke That's a nasty <laughs> game. Nasty. That's what I'm saying, man. This shit is foul. It's yeah, foul, that's, so. that's when you guys had a little... Uh, you know, a little discrepancy. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, DNA, for sure. It was a whole, like, it was... A, whole little situation because i'm like damn they like i'm looking at it like my nigga they not trying to offer no bread so if you stood your ground if everybody stood their ground type shit we could get some money because they need battle rapping right right but if i'm sitting there saying nah i need some bread and then they go holla at you anyway you know what i'm saying like it's like it's defeating the purpose you cutting our legs from us then season five dna and shine they ask for some bread you know what they do they go holler at Arsenal and, and, and Calico. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And think about it. Season three, I brought DNA, Charlie Clips, Arsenal, and Calico in there. Right, so they right. only know battle rap from what I was presenting to them. Mm. So y'all run with this whole battle rap shit and nothing for John John at the end of the day. Now this shit on Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> so there's residuals being made, all uh. types of shit. 
You know what, John John, when you put it that way, my brother, you're right. You're absolutely yeah, right, man. I take back what I just said because I sound stupid right now after hearing all that. Like, yeah, that's crazy, man, how they're like, they'll throw your name out there to get your resources. But I'm like, the resource is right here. And you guys can uh-huh. get further if you just utilize this, man. Y'all, like, y'all paying people already anyway. Like, pay this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there still hasn't been a, a battle rap episode on a rap game that had any higher ratings than season two, episode eight. Sound like sound like he Google that. <laughs> that goes, that's back did. to him and Holla. Holla definitely would have been like, Holla, they take the stats. Holla would have been like, definitely hey Nick, did. the time I came on the wild and the ratings been crazy. You know what I'm saying? Definitely so, did, man. Damn. One of the battles from that episode that I got on the bullpen channel got two million views right now. Oh yeah, when um I forgot who battled yeah, yeah. that kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's in New York and Cannon the Beast. That's yeah, a fact. That's right. Damn. But you know what's funny? Imagine if Trez would have did that. Mm. You know, Trez was the first nigga I called for that opportunity. Wow, wow. Talk about it. Trez was the first one I called for that opportunity. He didn't want to do it. Then I called Riggs. Riggs didn't want to do it. Just because it was they, a kid or there wasn't no probably, paper involved? They, or? Felt, they felt too good. I, I don't know what I don't know what it was. Wow. It's an opportunity. If I tell you, yo, look, this is about to be on TV, on a rap game, on a Lifetime, that should be all I need to tell you right. as an up-and-coming battler. Right, right. You know who jumped at the opportunity? Bad news. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They even had Loso on there. Loso versus Barry Bands was featured on that yeah, episode. I was, I was just about to mention Loso, too. And it seems like those are the two guys. They always praise you, and, and they talk about their loyalty to Bolton. And it looks like those are two guys that have been coachable, like, throughout their career with you. And what's the conversation like with, like, a bad news in the Loso? And, like, how much you, like, been able to impact their career with, like, your guidance? Yeah, I mean, the conversation with Loso and News is really – I do more talking, and it's not like I'm forcing the issue. I feel like when I talk to them, they really like processing certain shit that I'm saying. And if I could present certain things to back up what I'm saying, they are, first of all, News and Loso are two niggas that's just really extremely humble. Outside of everything, what people see, what they perceive them as, they are humble with themselves. They are real with themselves. They, they, they like niggas like me. We are real with ourselves, so we don't we don't get caught in that type of shit. And I, I don't I don't have no filter when I talk to niggas. Some some people get offended, mm-hmm. but I try to give you a, a realistic perspective on it, so you don't look at yourself too highly when everybody else is looking at you as 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 something else. You know what I mean? So, uh, but them conversations they 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 just be you know back and forth. I listen to them niggas too. They got they got a lot to say to me. Um, but it just all depends on on, on what we're talking about. Mm. They ever talk to you, you know like I mean? you talk to JD? <laughs> <laughs> we done had some arguments. <laughs> we done had some disagreements. <laughs> but definitely not how I was talking to JD that day. Oh, <laughs> man. Now, skipping back just a few moments ago, you were saying that Chef Trez was the first person that you called for the rap game thing, and he turned it down. Yeah. Now, we ain't trying to get messy, but what is the deal with you and Trez? Like, what's the situation? Like, people want to see the battle. The battle doesn't happen. You guys are at odds, but you're always cordial and gentlemanly-like. Like, you know, I never hear anything too crazy, but you know that there's, there's, enough, there's, there's, there's something there to talk about. And, and there's a great battle there. Like, all everything aside, there's a great battle to be had there. Like, just what's up with that situation? Yeah. 
my whole thing with how I feel about Trez right now, before I get into the history, how I feel about Trez right now and our relationship, like, we're from the north, man. We're from the north side. And, um, and Trez got... Come on, son. John, it out over your flesh and toilets and shit. Oh, nah. But dump some shit you won't remember. I can't, I can't flush your toilet. Nah. It's just the timing. Nah, the boy. timing was impeccable, bro. How I feel about our relationship. <laughs> oh, that was crazy timing. <laughs> that was wild. Nah. Down the drain. Nah, but I, um, like, like, <laughs> from the north, like, so my whole thing is when I look at trash, I want to see him succeed more than anything. Yeah. So, you know, to put him in front of me, I have no choice but to destroy you. Oh. And and I feel like I got all the capabilities. Like I'm scared to battle Trez, not for what he can do to me, but for what I could do to him. Damn. And it's not like, and, I, and I'm not saying that to be talking shit. I say that to everybody, like my niggas that ask me about that battle. Like I don't have that kind of hate for Trez to want to destroy him that way. But you know, if it get to the point where somebody is trying to book it, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, well, this nigga want to book it because he want to destroy me. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, like you know, what I mean, he don't look at me how I look at him, which is cool because it's a competition thing. And Trez probably looking at it like, well, John, John, the number one battler in Atlanta, he ain't even from here. Only way I could get that spot is if I cook this nigga, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I'm not knocking. You know what I mean? So I think the only issue between me and Trez is that it's the competition thing. It's like, you know, he want he he gotta for him to want to battle me, it gotta be something that I have that he wants. Mm. It has to. Why else? Mm. I don't run around talking crazy about Trez. I don't throw shots at this nigga at battles. I don't be I don't discredit this man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't do nothing but gave him Damn near the battles he wanted and needed when he came to bullpen. Then he left, and then it was some fuck bullpen shit. And I'm looking like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Tried to book me and him on bullpen when it was supposed to be when me and Chilla Jones about to battle. I tried to book me and Trez. Mm. He didn't want to battle on bullpen. Mm. So, what's so, his, what's so, his discrepancy with bullpen though? Like why why the animosity? Why the you know? If fuck I had bullpen? to guess, uh huh. If I had to guess, which is. <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking pretty accurate with this shit. Okay, let's but at go. the time, it was his manager, Chris Petty. Oh, the white ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> if you look at the timelines, uh-huh. now you know you know I deal with facts. We know all, all that other shit. I don't know what happens. What conversations is what? Look at the timelines. Once we let Chris Petty go from bullpen, mm-hmm. Trez ain't been back on bullpen since. Mm. Okay. Okay. And not only that, the reason why Trez was bullpen in the first place was because of Chris Petty. I never called Trez and asked him to be bullpen. Gotcha. I never recruited Trez. I never did that. All I heard was Trez turned down a URL look because he wanted to battle on bullpen because bullpen was in Atlanta. Once I heard that, I'm like, oh, shit, that's dope. Trez, fire. Right. Say no more. You know what I mean? Then I got on the line with Trez. Then we had conversations. Once I heard that, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. Like, and then after that, like, you know, then the rap game thing come up. I try to put him on there to give him that look. I gave him DNA at that time. You know, right. as soon as he came in, he got sire. You know what I mean? Like, right. he, he, he battled bad news. Like, I'm giving, I gave him good battles. I don't know 
there's no real discrepancies between me and trash. It was either it was over his manager or just pure competition. He probably just man, I killed this nigga John John. Why niggas looking at him like that in Atlanta? You know what I'm saying? Like mm. probably. Okay. There's gotta be one of those. I'm just making sure John John ain't trying to, you know, dirty Mac one of Trez's chicks or something like that back in the day. Uh, <laughs> now nah, I'm just messing with you. But uh, now nah, you put okay. that in <laughs> John John's like, but I got I got don't my play own like situations. John was like, don't play like that. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just messing around. But um no, nah, but but is it something but it it definitely could go down if it's presented in a way like, yo, Trez just says he wants to do this and smoke your boots and we got the bag for it. Like, it's something that you would do. What is some? Is it something I would do? I yeah. mean, if it's presented like, yo, Trez says he wants to smoke you to prove like I'm just better than John John the Don. We got the bag. It's a top event. URL. Like, would you do it? Man, if somebody got the bag and that's and, and they tell me he signed the contract, I don't give a fuck about his reasoning. Oh, mm. oh, okay. It don't matter. You could want to smoke me. You could want to kill me. You could want to have a cloud. You go. It ain't about what you want. It's what's going to happen. Oh, and I mm. did. I'm going to dictate that. Oh, excuse I'm me. So it's just about like, but nobody has tried to book me in trash, and this shit gets annoying because I had this fucking. I feel like I had the same argument with the Jack Boy nigga. Everybody oh. like, Jack, why you won't battle Jack? Why you won't battle Jack? Why you won't battle Trez? Why you won't battle Trez? I didn't say no to anybody because ain't nobody asked me. It's just, I guess, I guess for us, it's just hard to believe. It's like, why is this in demand, but why has nobody asked for it? You know? Because people don't understand. It goes back to what I was saying earlier, that understanding between league owners and battlers. Mm-hmm. You got to understand, it's somewhere in, in Beasley, Chico, Smack, Mine, Trez is not ready for John John. Oh. Or we not ready to make that or book that or whatever the case, because I haven't got a call about it. Haven't got a call about it. Not one. Yeah. The only person that yeah. tried to book me at Trez was me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for the narrative to be John, John is ducking Trez is just retarded to me. Yeah. It's hard to make that narrative when you're taking Torque and Geechee, like who are more hotter names and, and, and bigger names right now. So you can't really yeah. use that narrative. But no. for me, I'm like, Damn, why are these things happening? But then when you put John John in front of Jack, or Jack in front of John John, I right. should say, then when you see the meltdown, John John looks in the camera and says, Remember, he, he asked for this. He asked for this. And then on top of that, and then people want to discredit me for beating the nigga I was supposed to beat. Oh, oh, nah, nah. We, nah, we, no, no, we, no, we, no, we, no, we defend that all the hold time. John John, we were there. All right, so we, yeah. we pulled up. I almost caught the chain. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you threw the chain right in our section, actually. So, so we pulled yeah. up. We nah, want- I might not be y'all. I'm just talking about the general. It's yeah, like yeah. They try not to give me as much credit because of that, which I knew what was going to happen. But at the same time, I didn't just beat him. Yeah. I beat the fuck out of him. I didn't just. I didn't just beat him. Like this was like nobody never seen no shit like this. Do you think that second round is one of your greatest rounds? Definitely. Yeah, I think you were clicking on all cylinders, man. Like there's Definitely. there's a time where. Where in a in a battle rapper's like career, there's gonna be a, a couple of battles where everything is just working from the bars to the pacing to the timing to mm-hmm. the projection to the crowd mm-hmm. interaction. I mean, the mm-hmm. props was just used like perfectly. Like that was 
that's one of the few perfect rounds that you'll see. You know what I'm saying? Like from yeah. from battle rappers. Like, and we were fortunate enough to be in the building. Man. And it's crazy how like so many things could happen in your career, but somewhere you still find a moment to like say, "I topped all of the things I've done in the past." Right. And then think about it. It's yeah. like it ain't even necessarily against the biggest name per se, it's but for, you made the me. biggest moment yeah. out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was crazy, man. But like, I, I would have to at least believe that Trez wouldn't look like Jack. No, I don't think so. Trez would definitely not look like Jack. <laughs> I would have to at least believe that much. I don't think that would look like nah, that. Nah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that that would happen. <laughs> I, I definitely think it'll be a thirty though. Oh uh, man, yo, what do you think about people saying that Jack Boy got the first round? Oh man, I, I don't believe it. But there's a contingency of people going. Oh, you know, when you break down the bars, everybody and- just tries to wave both their index fingers in the air. That's uh, what it is. Uh, yeah, they, they, that's what they waiting to see. And it was just, I don't know. I don't. They were just excited, man. They going off for. I don't know what the fuck they going off for. I, you know what it is because a lot of people in the crowd they was more used to me than used to Jack. Mm-hmm. So he was almost like something new for a lot of people there because he was the, the the only name on that car that most would think wasn't supposed to be there and the fact that he's up there and he got the crowd rocking and i don't know i look at it like this if you tell me jack won the first round that makes that body much way more great because you won the first round, but that's one of the biggest bodies in history off of one round, and I didn't even rap the third round. Oh, so to say Jack won the first round makes it worse. Gives more credit to me. Mm. Right, facts. When you say when you say I smoked in the first and second round, then you making an argument was well, it was an easy win. Facts. You know what I mean? So you can say what you want. I, we know what happened. That nigga jumped off that stage. <laughs> <laughs> Who and trying to go find Earl. I, lo- I, lo- I love Earl. battle rap meltdowns. I love them. <laughs> trying to go find Earl, man. Oh, man, cut the lights out, jumped in the crowd, almost passed out, woke up, ran out the bed. That was that was a wild scene, man. John, man, before, me. before before we before we let you go too, because like, I still want to touch on one last thing: the shoddy battle coming up, man. And yeah. this is a bra- you're a brave soul for taking this match. No pun yeah. intended. Because this is Shadi's return in his country. It's one thing to take a return, like in the United States, and somebody stay in somebody's backyard. Backyard, because battle rap now in the U.S. There's road games, air quote, but they're not really road games. Because at this point, a lot of crowds are fair. But you're taking this yeah. guy in his country. You can get passport stamped, and more importantly, yeah. they're mad at us over there. Oh, <laughs> that's man. a fact. Yo, they hate man, all, I get all the DMs. brothers. <laughs> All types of shit from people over there. Like, Yo, John, we we were getting hit up from folks like, why don't you guys talk about all the guys from URL who's doing this, who's doing that, who's taking this? And we're like, yo, I don't know these guys. Yo, but, but, Vlad, Vlad had, had to check one of them. One of them was like, they white. And he's like, you know, they're always on RNT time. Vlad's like, yo, you can't. You can't use the abbreviation. Yeah, man. Like, like, like they told, yo, it was crazy. Like, I'm like, y'all coming at us. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, leave me yeah. out of this. You know what I'm saying? John, I'm telling you, all of those people over there are going to look at you and all they're going to see is all the brothers from URL <laughs> did not show up. <laughs> they're going to say, they're going to say, ah, oh, Mike P had a valid excuse not to show up, but all the brothers though, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to represent, 
you gonna represent all shades of black. Right? Yeah, a fact. Yo, it was so bad that they were like, oh, all the brothers backed out. We gonna get all new white guys and put Chilla Jones as the one chocolate chip on the cookie because we gonna look crazy. <laughs> so clearly they feel it's your one brother that they can trust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm reliable. Yeah, yo. But they go, man, I'm telling you, John, John, be nah, ready be for tough. it, bro. Be I ready. know it's going to be tough, but that's the motivation. That's that's the type of pressure I need. That's the type of pressure I thrive off of. You know what I mean? So, fuck it. Come on. Like, at the end of the day, if I go out there and I'm spitting some crazy shit and they just blatantly not fucking with me, <laughs> they gonna turn it's going to look bad. <laughs> right. It's going to look bad to the viewers over here. Like, it ain't, you can't deny good material. Facts. You know what I mean? You can't deny good material, regardless of how things may turn out or whatever the case is. But it's nothing that Shadi's going to be able to present that I haven't stood in front of, mm-hmm. regardless. I don't. I don't battled in front of crowds that was against me. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then you in you in my house. I own that building we in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm. We remember that man. Legendary performance, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's just, it's just it's a pantheon level match. You know what I'm saying? Shadi's one of those guys. He's an all timer, and then you got John Jones going over there, adding on to 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 the, his catalog with this, really, because right. it's like, yeah, damn, are you really gonna take Shadi in, in the fucking UK on his return? Yeah, and I, you know we told had... we told Shadi like, hey, this this is a more difficult match than what you had first book. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, Shadi don't understand the type of conversation I'm bringing. Oh man, <clears throat> he don't understand. He don't. He gonna. He gonna. Man, they gonna fuck with anything he say, whether it's dope or not. Yeah. They gonna. They gonna hang on to that. He sounds like them. He relates to them more. But that's gonna make my feet much greater anyway. So let's say I come back with a clear win. What is that gonna say about me? Mm. Mm. Sound like a top you know five year to me. The international don. That's what they gonna say. Yeah. Word. And then when y'all hear this next announcement, it's going to be some other shit. But that's how we're going to sign off, though. Oh, word. Oh, man. Word. Okay. Yeah, All November right. 30th, Saturday, bullpen, top uh, top ball. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all tune in. For yes, sure. sir. Got, For sure. You know what I'm saying? We definitely, we, you know, go to Rap Grid to get the live if you can't make it. Absolutely. Shit like that. Absolutely. Los Juan Flaco L, what, what, what composed what compo- you to, to, to book that match? Flacco is really one of my favorites, man. Flacco, he's really a bullpen favorite. And not only that, Loso feels like Flacco is dangerous. Mm. So that Flacco is really, that battle is like motivating Loso. Um, but yeah, Flacco just, he just, I feel like he just underrated. Very underrated. I think a lot of it is his fault because he goes in and out of battle rap. I too concur. Much. Like, yeah, I concur with that. One moment he don't feel like battling no more, so he'll just. If I tell him this all the time, you just, just like stay consistent. Like wanted to be with it. Come on, you be one of them niggas. But I think him knowing that is what's holding him back. Like him knowing he's he's one of them niggas. He's like I ain't got shit to prove. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough yeah, when you kind of I mean, know what your potential is sometimes because then you know you have to live up to it, and that itself is like a, a weird subconscious battle. And with Flacco, That's a fact. Was, and with Flacco, I'm just like he's a great writer, he's a good pen, he's a good lyricist. But in battle great. rap, our great pens always get underrated. So what's he gonna do yeah. to kind of like get out of that stigma? You know what I mean? Facts. That's, that's gonna be a tough one. I know that. 
back. So everyone, if you're listening, if you're going to be in the Atlanta area, November 30th, Top Bull, John John the Don. Uh, if yes, you're sir. not able to be in the building, get your pay-per-views from we got, Rap Grid. We'll, we'll be getting ours. Yes, sir. Bullpen Battle mm-hmm. League, always putting on, putting on for the South. And uh, John John, sure. man, thank you for your time, my brother. We truly appreciate it, man. Even though we kind, even though we kind of baited him into it, but. <laughs> hey, man, I hope it was worth it though. You know what I'm saying? Me into an interview, man. I, I hope it was, it was worth it, John. John, you feel me? Definitely, definitely. Word, man. Everyone Word, log on. So kind, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> surviving so kind, surviving so kind. <laughs> Word, man. Everyone log on to Let's Talk Battle Rap dot com, and we will see you next time. Peace, John. John, John. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Get ready. Yep.